Are you a writer or coach? Do you dream of building a successful online business? Are you tired of hearing the gurus tell you that you need a big launch or a complicated funnel software? Whether you're struggling with self-doubt, imposter syndrome, or just feeling overwhelmed by too many choices, I can help. Hi, I'm Jonathan Milligan, author of Your Message Matters, and I recently put together a free on-demand video training called How to Build an Online Business as a Writer or Coach the Low-Tech Way. Inside, you'll discover the low-tech system that 30 x my online business. Just go to freetrainingvideo.net to get started. Again, that's freetrainingvideo.net. Hello and welcome to the Blogging Your Passion podcast where we're on a mission to help a thousand bloggers go full-time in the next five years. And I'm your host, Jonathan Milligan, and I've got a special podcast episode for you today. So this episode, I'm going to be talking about the seven life lessons I've learned from a 30-day sabbatical. So I am just fresh off of taking 30 days off from work, from working in my online business, and I'm going to talk to you about that today and give you some insights. Now, I realize for some of you, you might say, Jonathan, I am not in a position to take 30 days off, so maybe this isn't for me. No, I think you will learn some great lessons, whether you need to take a weekend off, take a week off. Or just unplug a little bit from building your online business to help you to become more creative, to help renew your energy and your passion and your excitement for what you're trying to build. So I've just wrote these down on a piece of paper, and I'm just going to kind of walk through these with you. You see, one of the reasons why, and there's a couple of reasons, honestly, why I wanted to do this uh, earlier in the year, in fact, Toward the latter part of last year, I read a book called Sabbath, and I'll be referring to it a couple times in this episode, but it's called Finding Rest, Renewal, and Delight in Our Daily Lives from Wayne Moeller. It was a fascinating book. I highly recommend it. Uh, I've already went through it, I think, the, um, through the third time. And I don't necessarily agree with everything in the book from a spiritual standpoint. Uh, there's a lot that I do agree with from the spiritual side. But the book is awesome for those of us who just feel busy. And so late last year, I thought, you know what, I need to set a new kind of a goal for myself. Over the last few years, I've set a lot of goals related to growing my online business, my blog, my traffic, my email subscribers, uh, the number of people uh, that sign up for a webinar to the yearly revenue that I earn from my blog, but I haven't set a goal to unplug from the business, to rest, to take some time away. And so I became increasingly convinced after reading the book that that's what I needed to do. Even though the book is not about taking sabbaticals, it's more about how do you unplug, at least on the weekends, for 24 hours to renew yourself and find that rest that you need. But it became increasingly more aware that I needed to do this. So I hired, toward the end of last year, an online business manager to really help me to take the operations 
off of my shoulders so that I could do what I love, which is to record podcasts like this and to write and to blog and to speak and to teach. That's what I most enjoy. And we set a goal that by July, uh, I was going to totally unplug from the business for a total of 30 days. Like, actually it was 31 days in July, and totally removed myself from checking email, from doing anything related to my business. And I'm here now having accomplished that. Now, when I set that goal, I was excited and scared at the at the same time. Uh, and, and some of the other reasons why I wanted to do this was um, every summer, I get together with my wife's family for an entire week. And with all her siblings, with the grandkids, with uh, everybody from um, her parents to her brother to her sisters to their kids. And we get together for a whole week and spend a whole week uh, along the beach. And then I also get together with my family, with my parents. I'm uh, the oldest of three boys. Uh, we all are married and have kids. So we get together for a week. Well, both of those were falling in July. And then on top of that, my uh, 20th wedding anniversary with my wife was happening uh, this year, which is pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing how fast time goes. But I didn't want the 20th to slip by and, and not do a trip or do something special. So for all those reasons, I took the last month off. I took the entire month away. And, you know, I think for so many of us, what I've realized, and I'm sure you feel this too, is like our standard badge that we wear, our standard greeting that we have when someone says, hey, how's it going? Oh, just busy. You know, I'm busy. I am so busy. We we wear that as a badge of honor, almost like we're important. We got a lot of good, important things going on. And if you want to be productive and if you want to live a significant life, then you have to be busy. It has to equal busy. And you know what's interesting? One of the first things I read out of the book Sabbath was if you were to take the word busy and look at it with the Chinese pictograph, you know what it is? It's actually composed of two characters, heart and killing that is what busy is. But we don't see busy as that, especially in America. We see busy as that is what I'm supposed to do to get things done and reach my goals in life, to live the American dream. I must be busy. So for all those reasons, uh, I took the last month off. And here are the seven life lessons. Some of them are spiritual. Some of them are relational. Some of them are personal and even business related. So let me kind of walk through these with you. Number one, life lesson number one was to create a business that runs by itself. I wanted, ultimately, when I first started blogging, my, my future, like far out vision was, I want to build something that I enjoy doing and have a passion for and wake up excited to do, but I also don't want to create a job for myself. And there are many people working from home these days, and there are a lot of different ways to do it. But what I've seen from other people is that they get lost in that, and they left their, their day job, and now suddenly they've created a job for themselves. Like, they're hooked in. 
And if they're not pushing hard on the pedal, the gas pedal, to earn money and make money, then nothing's being done. Uh, you're, you're headed backwards. Money is not being made. And I don't want that to happen to you. And I don't want that to happen to me. I want to ultimately, even though I love to do what I do, and I'm going to continue to do it, I don't want to have a business that's dependent on me running it. I want it to run without me. And so the ultimate goal or the ultimate way to find out if you have any holes in your business is to pull yourself out completely. And I'm here to say thanks, of course, to my awesome online business manager, Roxanne, and to the team that we have here at Blogging Your Passion. It ran beautifully. No hiccups, no major problems. It was great. So that was kind of life lesson number one. Life lesson number two is to rest and trust God. To rest and trust God. I wanted to have at least a space of time where my mind was just allowed to go into neutral. Uh, I'm so much more than about you know blogging and writing and online marketing. Uh, there's other parts of me that um, sometimes get snuffed out. And I wanted to be able to pull back a little bit and say, you know what, this is my spiritual application. I wanted to say, God, this is your business, not mine. And I ultimately want to trust you. And I think in the scriptures, that's exactly what the lesson that's being learned there, especially in the Old Testament, when many people were farmers and they would plow and work their fields for six years. And then the scriptures told them that they should take a year off and let the ground just lay bare for a season. And it's funny because farmers actually do that today. And they do it because it makes the ground so much fertile. It gives it a break. And we as creative entrepreneurs, we need that same space to rest and trust God And in the book, The Sabbath, on page eight, there's a great quote that says, Sabbath time is time off the wheel. Time when we take our hand from the plow and we let God and the earth care for things while we drink, if only for a few moments, from the fountain of rest and delight. And what I found was it was difficult the first few days because I'm just always ready to do something, accomplish something, set a goal, be productive. But ultimately is what I needed. I needed that space of being able to rest. Life lesson number three, to renew my creativity. To renew my creativity. Also, like I just taught that I truly believe that sometimes it's your productivity is not from just continuing to push forward. Rest is a part of productivity. It is not you rest because you're burned out. You rest because you're completely spent. No, you take time to rest so that you can be renewed and end up being more creative. And here's my challenge for you if you want to test this out. Maybe for you, you've been pushing and you've been pushing and you've been pushing to grow this blog, to grow the podcast, to grow your email list. Maybe you just need to step away for a week and rest from that. You know, maybe you can't take off from your current day job. That's okay. But rest from everything for a period of time. You know what I can almost guarantee? That next week, you're going to come back three times as productive. I bet you're going to get more done in that one week 
then you would have gotten done three weeks by not resting. And also, there's a great quote in the book, again, Sabbath. I told you I'm going to refer to it a few times. On page 26, and it says, There comes a moment in our striving when more effort actually becomes counterproductive. When our frantic busyness only muddies the water of our wisdom and understanding. When we become still and allow our life to rest, we feel a renewal of energy and a gradual clarity of perception. And so if you've like been thinking this idea that, you know, rest is for people who uh, are lazy. Rest is for people who don't want to be productive. I want you to think differently. I want you to think of rest as it's a part of being productive and I need that space in my life. All right. Number four, life lesson number four is to not have my identity in my work. So it's so easy for us, especially when we find something we enjoy or when we build something and we become known for something, that our identity, like the identity of who we are, gets placed in that thing, whatever it is. So much so that it begins to crowd out relationships, it crowds out hobbies, it crowds out other opportunities. And what I've learned over the years, is that if my identity is placed in something that can ultimately change, I'm going to be disappointed at some point. At some point, I'm going to be disappointed because inevitably things go up and they go down. And if your identity is attached to that, so is your happiness, so is your well-being. And so you need to place your identity in something that never changes. And allowing myself to remove myself from blogging and podcasting and any kind of videos, creating courses, doing any kind of webinars, doing anything related to that by pulling back from that for an entire month. It allowed me to say, you know what, my identity is not wrapped up in those things. I love it and I'm going to continue to do it, but that's not where my identity is placed. So I think that's an important life lesson that, that I've learned. Number five, life lesson number five is to be fully present with family. You know, my kids are growing up. I just saw, you know, have ever seen those Facebook memories that pop up? I had one pop up today and it showed me at this very house that I live in from 10 years ago. And my kids were much smaller. My daughter now is 16, my son's 14. So they would have been six and four at the time. And we were playing soccer in the front yard with these little soccer goals. Like, wow, how fast has time gone by? It's amazing. And I don't want to, I don't want to get forward in life years down the road and look back and say, man, why didn't I take advantage of more opportunities to spend time with my family? And this has been awesome. We've done so many amazing things over the last 31 days. My kids have joked with me all month long because I was constantly seeing what they were up to. I was probably a little bit obnoxious, like, Dad, shouldn't you go do something right now? Why are you in my space? But we had some fun together. We did a lot of fun things over the past month that I'll always treasure and remember. So that's another life lesson, just to be fully present with family. In fact, in the book that I'm referring to today, again, it's Sabbath by Wayne Moeller. Page 30 says, When we cease our daily labor, 
other things, love, friendship, prayer, touch, singing, rest, those things can be born in the space that's created by our rest. And so if you feel like there's things in your life that you just have not had time for lately, then maybe now's the time to make space for that. And it only comes by ceasing from whatever you're hustling after and spend a little bit of time resting. All right, life lesson number six for the 30-day sabbatical, and that is to have or create space to read, to think, and to pray. So it's allowed me, I've probably, in the past, uh, over the last month, I've probably read close to eight to ten books, front to end. That's a lot of, of reading. And that wasn't all that I did, but I was always had a book in my hand and was always reading it, whether it was on one of our vacations or whatever we were doing. And I also used that time to think, do a little bit of journaling, to pray, and just pull back a little bit. Sometimes when we're down in the nitty gritty, we never pull back to look at and say, you know, what is it that I'm ultimately working towards? And I took some time to review and revise my life plan. And, you know, there's many things that I came away with um, that were revelations for me, but I'll just share one. One of them is that I want to write more books. It's easy for me to get locked into what's on the calendar, what's what do we need to do, and I, I don't take the time for things like, you know what, I've got at least three book ideas that I want to pursue. And so I've already taken that step of walking down that path to work on my next book. So to have space to actually read, think, and pray is something that we never take time for when we're pushing and we're hustling. And then finally, lastly, life lesson number seven is to go from FOMO to JOMO. (laughs) Now, some of you know what that means, but let me explain it. So FOMO is the fear of missing out. And in this like hyper-connected world we live in right now with our phones and notifications and computers and the constant 24-7 access that we have, we have that fear of missing out. I think that's why we are constantly checking our email. We're constantly looking at social media, checking in on politics, um, you name it. We are overly connected. Uh, I mean, if you check it, if you're checking your social media so much that you're seeing things that you already saw in the same day, you're checking it too much, okay? And I, I have been just as guilty of that in the past. But instead, I wanted to flip it over this last 31 days and go towards JOMO, which is the joy of missing out. The joy of missing out and not feeling like you have to be in the know about everything or about Aunt Matilda's um, recent toe surgery. I mean, whatever it is that we're constantly connected with, that we need a little bit of time for JOMO, just the joy of missing out. And some of you that are older, you remember what it was like before the phones and internet, and you remember what it was like to, other than having you know the television to entertain us, it was more conversations. It was more playing in the backyard as a kid. It was, you know, we didn't know what we were missing out on. Um, and the joy of missing out has been huge. And what's surprising is during that whole month, 
I normally will check my email at least three times a day before this. I checked my email an entire three times, three times over 31 days. And it was revolutionary for me. It was good for me. Same thing with social, same thing with knowing what's going on in the news and politics. It was just a a complete JOMO, the joy of missing out. Because there's so many things out there that they don't affect us directly, but yet we feel obligated to be in the know about. And those are my lessons. Uh, And I know this is a little bit different of a podcast. I mean, this is a podcast about blogging your passion and going after it and creating a business for yourself and giving you practical tools. And I went more life lessons and talking about why you should take a break from your uh, pursuits. But I hope this gives you balance. I hope this helps you. I know it's uh, it's been a great experience for me. It's something I plan to do more of in the future. And I thought it might be helpful just to share these. Again, it's not because I'm trying to challenge you to take 30 days off. I know that's not practical for a lot of people. It wasn't even a possibility for me until this year. But how could you apply some of the lessons you learned today? Um, Maybe you're listening to this and it's coming up on the weekend. Could you, for at least 24 hours, pull away from your phone? Could you put it somewhere where you can just leave it? For, now, for some of you, that just what I just said, that, that scared you. I get that. But pull away for a little while. Maybe enjoy sitting in the backyard and laying in a hammock even and watching the clouds like you do when you're a kid and figuring out if it looks like a duck or a turtle or whatever. But find some space to rest, to find renewal, to make space for relationships, for other hobbies, and just allow yourself to to give yourself some space and some rest. That would be my encouragement, my challenge for you today. So this has been a long podcast. Most of them I try to keep short, but I hope that you gain something from this because I I truly um, have been uh, just overwhelmed with the lessons that I've learned personally about it. I feel changed. I feel different. I feel renewed. And I want to pass that along to you. And I want to, I want you to apply that in some way. So again, hey, for all of you out there that listen to each and every episode, I'm so thankful for it. If you do us a great favor and go give us a quick rating on iTunes, if you're listening there, or even a quick review so that other people can find us and they can listen to an episode like today and be helped by it. So that's it. I have only one challenge for you today, and that is find a space to rest. And if you want to grab that great book, you don't even have to consider yourself an overly spiritual person to benefit from the book. It's a great read. It's Sabbath, Finding Rest, Renewal, and Delight in Our Busy Lives by Wayne Moeller. If you get the book, read it, shoot me an email, and let me know what you thought of it. All right, that's it for today. Until next time, I encourage you to go out there, share your passion, live your message, and find space to rest. All right, we'll see you next time.